0: What's up beautiful people? Um, Welcome to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. We have a very wonderful uh, guest today, Elisha, a Detroit-based artist who has a very unique style and also a businesswoman. Um, Welcome and thank you for joining us. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, how did you become an artist?
1: Oh, that's such a hard question. Like, who are you? That's like the hardest question to (laughs) answer. Um, But yeah, uh, I guess I can start with first how I became an artist. Kind of the cliche, I always know when I wanted to be an artist type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But at a young age, it was kind of discouraged because back then, that was before social media was booming when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And the options for artists was like way less than what they are now um but uh at the end of high school my mom encouraged me to apply to a uh, private art school which kind of like fueled me to actually uh, pursue this professionally um, unfortunately I didn't graduate but uh thankfully like I still had like the fire in me to do things on my own and become a freelance artist um so that's pretty much how I started just stepping my foot in and doing commissions back to back and stuff like that um but yeah just putting my foot in um I think I've been doing this professionally for about six years now since Mm. 2015 16 so yeah
0: that's amazing um even though you didn't graduate, it shows the, the the hard work and dedication that you put within your art. Um, it's very unique. And um, I can't really put my finger on the style. It's just like it has a style of its own, if that makes sense. Uh,
1: that's really good to hear, because I spent a long time trying to find my style mm-hmm. uh, for a long time. Uh, if you looked at my Instagram, it looks like 10 different people, 10 different artists, Mm -hmm. it was just me trying to figure it out. And I think the last few years, I've started to finally like find a real voice of my own um, in my style. So that's really encouraging to hear.
0: (laughs) Definitely, it definitely has um, your own specific signature to it. Um, What inspires you? And what connection do you have to your art?
1: I think my own, you know, experience, uh, you know, as a marginalized person is what really uh, fuels my creativity. Um, I'm Black. I'm a woman. Mm. I was raised poor. You know, I have so many perspectives of different people who are usually ignored. Um, but I think specifically just being a Black woman is really what inspires me. There's so many different... Um we're so versatile, and there are so many different types of black women uh but w- along with that being so versatile, like I feel like our pain is also very p- versatile. there's so many different ways people can hurt us mm. um so I just kind of try to draw on um not too much black pain or uh, black female pain, but like the beautification of mm. the black woman and um piece of a black woman. Uh, I think that a lot of time black artists are uh, expected to draw on their trauma and their pain to make good content. Yeah. And I'm really trying to get away from that. Um, I do kind of draw on it sometimes. Like I have an art piece called um Sambo that's kind of like uh inspired by Sambo art, you know, in the yeah. early part of the 20th century. Um, But it kind of beautifies it a little bit. So that's kind of what I try to do, maybe beautify things that were once seen ugly, um, like Black women considered unattractive or still considered unattractive in widespread uh, mainstream media. Um, Yeah, I'm rambling now. But uh, (laughs) um, to sum sum it up, Black women, Black beauty, um and trying to represent
0: uh people who usually don't have a voice um when i looked at your art um i see a representation of of pride you know um when i look at the portraits of the black women they're usually standing up nice and straight you know what i mean like it kind of reminds me of portraits of royalty that uh europeans used to paint of like kings and queens and stuff like that and um Mm -hmm when I look at your work, it, it 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 gives me that vibe. It's like you create a lot of pride within your art. Is that a, a thought as well?
1: Yeah, um, I guess I never really took the time to analyze that. And once you said, I'm like, hmm, oh my, when people do kind of stand up straight. Mm. Um, in the beginning, it might've been due to uh, the lack of uh, uh, perspective. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hard to do different poses, but now it's it's definitely, um, a part of my specific style. And I think I would agree with that. Like I, I don't want my characters, uh, to be facing downwards and be slumped over. And, Mm -hmm. um, I want them to be sitting up straight and strong and in your face, direct eye contact, you know, um, I, I, yeah, I want them to exude like confidence and power and and um not necessarily like oh happiness but not necessarily that specifically but um uh what's the word? Maybe the word I'm looking for is content. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um also when I look at it, um it reminds me, like you said, the early 1920s, is very regal. It reminds me of like maybe the old school Harlem Renaissance, the way um, Mm -hmm. women used to dress back then. I think I've seen a post where um, you said also that your work is inspired by like the early 1960s. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you draw inspiration from um, those time periods?
1: Yeah. um, Not necessarily the culture of the 1960s, because obviously as a black person, you know, we had a way different experience than you know, uh, a white male and female in the '60s. Mm-hmm. Um, I think specifically, I uh, draw a lot of inspiration from like illustrators from that time, mm-hmm. fashion from that time. Um, so yeah, it's very uh, face level. But <laughs> uh, the inspiration that I draw from the '60s, just because of the history that you know, uh, people who look like me, uh, their experience in the '60s. Um, but so. For the 60s, pretty much just, like, the fashion and the aesthetic. Yeah. And because, you know, uh, we didn't really see things like that, like, ads and illustrations of Black people in the 60s. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so me kind of drawing il- uh, inspiration from that time period is kind of, like, giving us back, trying to give us back, like, what we missed in that time period, the representation mm-hmm. that we that we didn't have. In that
0: time period, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's extremely powerful, and um, it's very noticeable in your work. Um, but not only are you an artist, but you are a businesswoman as well. And um, from the looks of your website, you you sell prints, you sell bookmarks, you sell um, you have like bag designs. Like, tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so um, I opened my shop. Uh, actually last year in february so i actually just passed first year anniversary of my shop Congrats!
0: Um,
1: and i thanks Uh, and it's been going pretty good so far thank goodness the social media you know i've I've had a lot of support um but that was actually like a huge goal of mine for the last four years and what stopped me from doing that is just thinking no one would support it Mm -hmm. um so i just finally sat myself down prayed about it and I just did it and um since then I've learned so much um I've gained so much and uh it overall like being able to just sell products um gave me so much more confidence like wow people actually want my work in their homes and the benefits of not having to paint everything separately like commissions mm-hmm. was also huge you know um Commission's definitely something that is hard to keep up with if you're doing them constantly. It drains your energy. So just being able to, like, make something and reproduce it, and people want it. It was life-changing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, It's a, a very smart business move um, because instead of spending all your time, 8 to 12 hours on one commission, you can spend as much time on one piece and resell that piece over and over and over again, which is genius, genius in, uh, in itself.
1: Thank you. Yeah, um, it's actually funny in the, in a lot of artists or elitists wouldn't agree with you. They think that like uh, making reproductions of your art is like watering it down, mm-hmm. it lessens the value of the original. Um, I'll hear stuff like real artists don't make prints of their stuff. Um, and I couldn't disagree more. I think you know prints and stuff, and reproductions of your work, products, mugs, bookmarks. That's always how. That's that's how middle class and working class people have been able to consume art is through products. Mm-hmm. Um, even in ancient times, you see the the pots, the Roman pots, and jewelry and stuff like that. That they had reproductions of artwork, and that's how the people who were not rich were able to consume and enjoy artwork in their homes. Mm. And I think it's very, it's a lot of things. It's a uh, classist. It's, um, it's a capitalist mind, not capitalist mindset, but many classes mindset to say that um, people who are not rich don't deserve to enjoy artwork in their homes. Mm. So Whenever someone tries to challenge me on that, that's my first note. Like, you don't think that people who aren't rich don't deserve to enjoy artwork in their homes? How crazy is that? So um, yeah, I, I think it's a great thing, and um, I try to buy as many prints myself because I I can't get enough of them. So um, I hope people continue to support <laughs> support my prints so I can uh, keep the lights on.
0: And your work is is beautiful. When I When I look at it, it kind of reminds me of, you know, how you uh, go through Pinterest and you look at like um, images of how you want to like decorate your house, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like specific artwork that like, let's say contemporary bohemian type artwork that's on the walls. Your work reminds me of like um, that type of work that you would see on like one of those pretty Pinterest ads. Like, (laughs) you know, just it's just it just has a lot of character behind it.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Like I said, I've worked really hard trying to develop that. Mm -hmm. So that's really nice to hear. Um, Finding your art style, that that was probably the most difficult thing I've done as an artist. The Minus the commissions, the the website, I think that has been the most difficult thing for me is is finding that art style that people can distinguish from everyone else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um. So how do you balance being a businesswoman, being an artist, and your social life? I know it's for some people it's extremely hard to do, but some people it might be easier. Like where do you fall on that spectrum? man yeah,
1: I'm still, I'm still working on it. Um mm-hmm. I not only, you know, am I constantly trying to make content for my own business, but I also have a secular job, you know, mm-hmm. part-time secular job. Um I'm a Jehovah's Witness, so I have spiritual uh responsibilities within my congregation and you know, social life, that's like <laughs> I don't even know if I have that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Barely. But um I'm still I'm still trying to figure it out. You know, um I'm, I'm new to the to the website, the the biz this specific business aspect of things. Um I don't know if anyone ever really figures it out (laughs) Mm. Mm. uh i have improved um i do see friends like once twice a week (laughs) once a week (laughs) hey that's more than
0: me (laughs) me.
1: (laughs) maybe once um if my husband drags me out the house but um I'm still figuring out, man. I don't know. I'm not even going to try to uh, play like, yeah, I get everything figured out, you know. Um, I'm still figuring it out for real. Um, Hopefully soon. um, I'm not really sure, like, the direction I'm going with my secular job. Hopefully in the future, I'll be able to be a a full-time artist. um, And that will give me a little bit more time to focus on, like, other things in my life and maybe give myself a little bit more free time. Mm -hmm. Uh, but right now your boy
0: figured it out yeah I can definitely agree Uh, my lady and I have a two year old so she's a painter as well and I'm a photographer and trying to balance being a photographer going to a regular job her being a painter and she's being a teacher and raising a two year old we haven't been out in months (laughs) in
1: months
0: (laughs) Yeah, but um You said, you you spoke a little bit about faith. Uh, Does faith have any influence on your art as well?
1: Yeah, um, I would say um, a few years ago, a lot of my themes were a bit, um, didn't really have hope, they were dark, Mm. you know? And um, as I, you know, grown a closer relationship with not my faith, but with God, Mm. Um, I've become a lot more hopeful. And I think, I would like to hope that it's reflected in my art. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I, I never really specifically draw reference um, mm. just because, not to say that's not what inspires me, but uh, <laughs> I've never really drawn reference on, um, use my faith to to as reference, but um, I would say definitely changed my attitude uh, when it comes to, pieces and I will also say that it helps me uh maintain a work work and life balance Mm -hmm. because I know because ultimately that's that's the most important to me um so it's helped me not do too much at my secular job Mm -hmm. uh it's helped me focus a little bit more on art but also um just with keeping everything balanced so I it definitely has um if not a great influence on my art a, a great influence on how i manage my time
0: mm, mm. i love that you know I, I believe that um as artists uh god creates through us you know we're just vessels mm-hmm. of you know what god wants to create which is amazing you know um how do you know when your work is finished
1: it's never finished
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's never finished i um very rarely do I look at my pieces and am fully satisfied. Uh, and that's because that's just because I'm always improving. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll finish a piece and I'm like, okay, I'm finished. And that's what uh, tired eyes. And then mm-hmm. a month later I have fresh eyes and I'm like, You know, there's about five things that you could have fixed. Am I going to fix it? Probably not, because I'm over it already. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say I have very little... I'm looking at my wall right now. Nothing's
0: finished.
1: (laughs) That's just where I decided to stop. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think...
0: (laughs) No, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: I was going to say, I think I know I'm... I decide to finish when I tell myself no one else is going to notice. (laughs) the mistakes they won't see only you will so that's how I stop myself
0: I feel that um sometimes when my lady is painting it's like time escapes her for some reason like she gets in that zone and she forgets to eat uh she doesn't hear anybody like nothing else matters besides you know her focus on that painting um does that ever happen to you
1: Oh, yeah, definitely like when I was a bit younger, too, and I used to do like all nighters doing so commissions, um,
0: definitely get in that
1: mode um, because it's like a feeling. And once you get it, that's like when all your good ideas come out and you just have to capitalize on that feeling until you finish because you don't know when that feeling is going to come back, when the inspiration is going to come back. Um, I haven't really done a full scale painting in a minute. But um, I have definitely done not neglecting myself, Haven't eaten all day, having slept, you know, and brushed my teeth. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely get that. Mm.
0: Is there um, like a specific creative space that you have within your like home or like a studio that you just disappear and create in?
1: Oh yeah. I have a, um, the biggest bedroom in the apartment. It's dedicated mm-hmm. to my space. Um, Very exciting because the uh, before I was married, I uh, always lived in a studio apartment, so my creative space was out and open, and you can imagine how chaotic that got. So now I just have, I can just close the door, and this bomb of trash and paint could just be in this one space, Um, (laughs) and I can see that I've definitely been more uh, productive with a space of my own that I can just close the door and close myself off.
0: I don't know if I asked this already, but what is your creative process like? Um, How does it go from idea to canvas or to digital art? Like, what's Hmm. what's the process in between that?
1: Hmm. That's interesting. So, I think when I get an idea, I always act on it. Hmm. Like I said, because I don't... I never know when that feeling's going to come back. So... Because of that, I don't really have too many sketches. I've never been a good sketcher. I've known artists who have several uh, dozens of finished sketchbooks. And I probably in my lifetime have only done enough sketches to fill one book. And that's because anytime I get an idea, it's not a sketch. It's going to be a full-on painting. It's going to be a full-blown idea. or else I lose inspiration I'll never do it so once I get the idea I just sit myself down and just just act on it instantly Mm -hmm.
0: getting the idea like um how do you remain creative is there any time where I guess you get like a, a creative block and it's hard to 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 do anything
1: yeah definitely um I've been on a roll lately um like as of, I think for the last six months, I've been pretty consistently either creating art or creating merchandise for that art. Yeah. Um, but I think there was a good year when I didn't, I didn't create anything, and it was due to maybe like depression. It was due to not feeling inspired. But um, those periods are really hard to get out of. Especially if you art makes life ex- exciting, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it kind of gives me a little, it gives me life. So it's kind of a vicious cycle because I don't have enough energy to create art, but art is also the fuel in my life. So <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's a really hard cycle to get out of. I definitely, I definitely um, hit times like that. Um, I think the way I get out of them is just sitting myself down and trying to do something just trying to draw something Mm -hmm. put put my hands and paint something and um eventually like I'll get the feeling back but it's I've noticed it's not something I can just hop out of I have to work myself out of it
0: yeah we all go uh go through um you know America is like one of the, the the most mental health um word i want to say it's america has a big problem with mental health um in this country and i went through that as well you know depression and stuff so for me personally i had to create a strict regimen i have to be on uh i have to have a, a routine Mm-hmm. to 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 keep me busy to keep my mind fresh and going you know i wake up every morning four thirty work out go to work such and such um just to have that routine and and something to look for, to look forward to like coming home to family helps me um fight that depression and and, mm-hmm. and you know just progress throughout life yeah uh,
1: the routine that's that's definitely like not even for art just life like yeah. We're creatures of routine, and sometimes, like, you know, you say you've experienced depression, you know, it's hard to even do the basic things. Yeah. Get up and, you know, clean yourself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, like, you know, I've I've had times where I've I've had to, like, make a schedule for myself, brush your teeth, wash your body, eat, you know, go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe draw a little bit. So like not even just art, just life, that the routine, even now is crucial um, to taking care of yourself sometimes. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel you.
0: Um what is the biggest challenge of being an artist? Self-doubt. Mm.
1: Because every artist has a unique path there really isn't a guide on how to be a successful artist. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no boot camp for it, like like coding or, you know, product management or whatever. <clears throat> Even when you go to school, school doesn't teach you how to be a successful yeah. artist business-wise. You know, a lot of times it's due to um, who you know to get in the gallery, who you know to get things in it or whatever. Um so yeah every artist has a unique path and because of that it's kind of hard to gauge if you're doing well or not mm. because you're looking at other artists who are half your age who have better technical skill than you who have done more professionally than you mm. um and then you have older artists who aren't doing as much as you so it's like, where do you fall? Like, am I doing good? Am I average? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now? Should I be doing more? It's, it's, it's really hard to gauge whether you're doing well. Um, and it's hard to gauge whether your art is even good. <laughs> you know, like, it's just so many things. So um, it's hard. It's, as an artist, you just have to, like, gain confidence and not, you know, get um, sucked into that self-doubt. Because it can yeah. be really, really uh, self-damaging. Like me, like I, I had everything that I needed to start the business aspect of my career, being the website. I had everything. I had a printer. I had paper. I had the website built. But I had not launched that business. I had everything stuck for three years because I was doubting myself so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it wasn't until I, I let go of that self-doubt that I was actually able to flourish as an artist.
0: Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that um, Kanye documentary um, that was on Netflix.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: It showed that um, his mother instilled in him um, to always put yourself in the best of life, you know, always believe in yourself. And he believed in in himself to the point that he's a billionaire now. You know, all artists should um not worry about what other people are doing, you know, because that kind of holds us back. We just have to believe in ourselves and our ability. And eventually you'll put yourself in the place that you want to be put.
1: Yeah. Yeah, believe me, it's like all having a positive outlook on things really does uh do a lot, just not in your life, in your art career, but in your life, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm a pessimist. I I think everything's going to crash and burn (laughs) I'm still trying to get out of it, but and that's just one of my coping mechanisms, you know, so I don't get disappointed, but it really, it it, it it not stumbles me, it um, cripples me, Mm -hmm. you know, if I think everything's going to crash and burn, I don't do too much. I don't, I don't push myself to make things better because I'm going to expect them to fail anyway. Mm-hmm. um so having a positive <clears throat> outlook on yourself trying to have better self-esteem um believing in yourself it, it helps you push um uh, people think that like being humble is very important but people think that like thinking um hmm, i'm trying to voice that right i'm trying to i'm trying to uh articulate myself yeah it's it's good to view yourself humbly and um I'm trying not to go against what the Bible says because it says to view yourself lower than others, but uh you shouldn't like degrade yourself. Yeah. You know, if you if you degrade yourself, if you don't give yourself credit, enough credit, um
0: and confidence.
1: And confidence, then it's it's, it's hard to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to push yourself if you say i'm not good i'm not good enough i'm terrible you're not going to push yourself as much as you're confident you're like i know i'm going to get better if you're confident i'm good right now but i know i can get better that's what pushes you more that's what i was trying to say
0: right 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 yeah. i definitely agree i definitely agree um what are some things you're doing to uh ensure the continued growth of yourself your art and your business
1: mm-hmm. Self care. Mm. self-care in practical ways um therapy <laughs> mm. I, I i stay on my therapy appointment you know i take i take the, the medicine i'm supposed to take you know um even when i'm supposed to eat um uh, it really boils down to just taking care of my body taking care of my mental um because once once i feel myself slipping everything else in your life slips yeah um, so, yeah, I, I try not to overexert myself in any category of my life because um, it throws off the balance of everything. Um, so keeping everything in its proper place, making sure overall that I'm taking care of myself um, is the main thing I think is going <clears> to <throat> encourage me to keep going in the pace that I am going and keeping and keeping uh, reasonable goals for myself, not trying to be right here when I only need to be right here Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um thinking realistically about things um so I don't discourage myself um yeah those are pretty much things that
0: yeah (laughs) I love it I love it that's that's definitely important self-care is important if you don't take care of yourself you can't help take care of anyone else
1: yeah
0: yeah um my last question, I got one more question and we like mm-hmm. to play a little game with our guest called This or That if you're okay with that.
1: Yeah, it's
0: fine. Cool. Um, what advice would you give maybe a 13, 14 year old version of yourself about art and like what, what you know now? What, 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 what type of advice would you give your younger self? Oh, 13 year
1: old me, what grade was that? I was in eighth grade. Um, you're not going to be an architect. <laughs> um, so stop looking at MIT in those schools. Um, apply to a high school that focuses on uh, visual arts mm. and not technical school. Um, I will also tell myself that, um, one second, let's get I'm
0: so sorry. Oh, it's fine. Oh, I'm still so trying sorry. to figure it out up. myself.
1: I got, um. whenever I get calls, it kicks me out of Zoom for some reason. Mm. But um. yeah, I would tell myself that whoever told you that you couldn't be an artist, they're lying. Mm. That was the huge, that was the big thing for me. That's why I switched my career path is because I was told that artists didn't make money. I was told that all artists die poor. I mean, they did it back then, but um, I was told that there was no there was no future in my passion. So I would tell my 13-year-old self that they are all liars and they're just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> follow, follow, follow your I dreams.
0: That. I love that. Um, okay, this is called This or That. I'm gonna ask you a question. <laughs> with two possible answers, but you can only choose one and the whole world depends on your answers. <laughs> all right, Um. right. First question, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Why?
1: I don't like the texture of waffles all the time. What? <laughs> I like, I, you know, I don't always like waffles, but most mm. of the time I like pancakes.
0: Okay. Okay. I
1: Everybody, it's hard to make a bad pancake
0: for me. Well, I've seen some bad pancakes out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I could feel that. Um, summertime or winter?
1: Winter. Why? I hate the hot. And I don't know how to dress in the summer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could feel that. You could always wear layers in the winter.
1: Yeah. I'm a layer girl. I'm a layer girl. I'm a black girl. So... In the summer, I'm just like, uh oh. <laughs> I can't wear three layers in black all the time. You know, I'm lost fashion-wise in the summer.
0: Mm, mm, okay. Um puppies or kittens? Kittens. Really?
1: Yeah, I have a cat. I used to be a dog person, but cats are very independent, they're very emotionally intelligent, and mm. they have their own personality. So do dogs, but cats are
0: good if you're a busy person okay um nature hikes or going to the beach
1: nature hike mm. more to look
0: at okay okay i'm not much of a woods person but i could feel that
1: yeah me i've never been but i would like to go <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right um going out or homebody. Homebody.
1: home that's home that
0: yeah. quick <laughs> All right. Um, I think I got, no, I think that was the last one. Well, you did pretty well. Good job. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time out to have this chat with me. Um, how can people check out your work? Maybe, you know, buy some pieces or get a commission or something?
1: So, uh, yeah. So my website and all my social media is the same thing is artlage. So my website is artlage.com. Um, I have, probably 15 prints stickers bookmarks uh accessories tote bags all kinds of crap and my instagram twitter and tiktok is art a-r-t-l-a-i-s-h
0: i I love it Uh, once again thank you uh i wish you nothing but success in your art Uh, i love your work and i'm pretty sure you're going to do well take it as far as you want to go
1: thank you so much thanks for having me i'm really
0: honored no problem. Thank you. Peace.
1: All right. Have a good one. Excellent.